The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, now celebrating its 10th anniversary. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairytale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money-saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Jasmine and Joshua Terrell about their wedding at Paradise Cove in Orlando. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose Paradise Cove for their wedding and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Jasmine and Joshua. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I am great. Thank you guys both so much for being on the show today. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Paradise Cove. Well, I asked her because it was more of her say-so when it came to this plan. I asked her, you know, what was her ideal dream wedding? And she sat on the beach. And so we had already planned the trip out. And we were staying at Westgate Lakes Resort and Spa, and they have a little beach scenery area, and they were closed because of COVID, or they weren't doing events because of COVID. So I looked up, literally typed in on Google, Beach Weddings, Orlando, Florida, and Paradise Cove popped up, and I was like, this is really nice. Saw some pictures, and so I contacted them, and they, you know, they messaged me right back. It was almost instant. That's fantastic. And did you guys ever think about doing a Disney wedding or were you so much more interested in doing the beach that it wasn't really an option? I did. I wanted to, I actually wanted to have that wedding at the castle. I wanted to be Cinderella that day. (laughs) But it sounds like Paradise Cove worked out really well for you guys. Yes, it really did. It was amazing, actually. That's fantastic. Now, how did your guests react when they found out that your wedding was going to be at Paradise Cove? (laughs) So we had a few guests that were a little apprehensive because of COVID. So a lot of them were saying, I don't know why you guys are doing Destination. And then once they saw the venue, they were like, okay, this is nice. It's secluded, you know. And once we got it to where it was just blocked off for us, they were like, okay, yeah, it's fine. You know, they weren't as scared. Oh, good. Okay. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? We invited... Close to 100? Yeah, like right under 100, maybe 90, 95. And 86 people RSVP'd, so we were planning on having 86, and I think our final count was, what, 60? 67. 67. About 67. Got it. Okay, great. Now, at Paradise Cove is cool because they let you use all kinds of outside vendors. How did you go about finding vendors for floral and decor and things like that? So the funny thing is, our wedding planner actually handled all that. So we didn't, we didn't have to do a thing. 
so we really just sent her pictures of things that we wanted, ideas that we had, and she just handled everything for us. And she was really good. She took care of everything. That's wonderful. Did you do a meal at Paradise Cove? We did like these little finger foods because we didn't actually have the reception part of our wedding. So we had like a little appetizer, meet and greet type deal. And we had one was like some meat pockets or something like that. And then another one was like a little turkey sandwich or something. And lots of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) How did you pick what was going to be on the menu since you couldn't do a tasting or anything? Pictures. (laughs) We, We picked out the ones that looked and sounded the best. And did they turn out to be that good? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any complaints about it, and I guess didn't either. They said it was pretty good. They just wished it was more food. They enjoyed it. But sadly, we didn't get a thing because of photos. We were taking pictures around that time. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then what did you guys do for a cake? Did you have a wedding cake? Yes, we did. We had a three-tier Three tier, it was a marble, marble on the, the bottom tier with gold flakes, and it was vanilla. That the was really was, good. Was really good, yeah. That's wonderful. How did you choose the design? Was that another case where they had like photos you could choose from, or did you find something online and say, hey, make it look like this? So they had some generic photos of cakes that they've done in the past, and we kind of found something that fit our color scheme and something we thought was real cool for us. And, uh, Like I said, we just sent her a picture, and she was like, got it, I could do it, I could get it done. That's wonderful. What was your color scheme? We had gold, emerald green, and white. Oh, nice. Okay. Did you choose to add any entertainment to the ceremony or the meal after, like a musician or a DJ? We did have a DJ. His name was Sebastian from Our Rock Your Party. (laughs) When you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? Well, my number one was actually, my focus was on the guests. I really just wanted to make sure they were having a good time. So I tried to plan everything around them. And, you know, we would just be doing certain things and I would have to look over to the guests just to make sure like they were having fun, enjoying themselves and you know, that was my focus, my number one. Joshua, you've had everything else. My focus was really just making sure this day was as perfect for her because I knew it was, uh, you know, I mean, we only plan on getting married once and I wanted this to be a very special day for her. Mm-hmm. And so that was my focus, making sure everything was perfect. So I was a little stressed out the day of. I mean, once the ceremony started and I saw her, it was, I knew everything was going to be all right. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, and the dress. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. I know I wanted to budget the dress because I knew they cost like thousands of dollars. But once I actually went to David's Bridals and tried on the dress, I didn't even think about a budget anymore. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the one. I want it. (laughs) Ring me up now, please. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So then were there any aspects where you saved some money or just your effort? Well, like I said, we didn't have the reception, so we saved a little money there. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, and I look back on it, I wish we would have had a reception just for our family to be together for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Would you be able to share a timeline of how your day ran? 
I can tell you exactly. My best friend, which was my brother, he had set up everything the day before, so he sent out text messages. And we got up. We were supposed to go eat brunch at a restaurant across town. I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was supposed to be something nice. He already paid for the sections and everything. And so we got our Uber driver, and we were waiting for our Uber driver to get there, and he decided to cancel on us. And I was panicking. I mean, we had plenty of time, but I was panicking. I was like, dude, I don't have time for this. I'm, I'm stressed out. I can't do this. So I was like, let's just eat at the restaurant that's on the resort. So we ate there. We had a few drinks, you know, celebrating, getting prepared. I was getting mentally prepared while everybody else was having fun. And uh, we got dressed around, I want to say it was like 9.30, 10-ish. We left about 10.30 and headed to Paradise Cove. Once we got there... My parents were there, one of my groomsmen were there, and, and that was about it. And we just sat there and talked. And it, we were supposed to start the ceremony at 12. And I just remember looking at my watch, and it was like 12.05. And I was looking for not only Jasmine, my fiance, but our wedding planner to, to figure out what was going on while we were behind. Because I know we had a strict time schedule. So my first thought was she didn't show up. Speaking about my wife, she didn't, she didn't show up, so I was like, okay, well, that's not a good look. And then I just remember Jasmine coming up to me, the wedding planner, and saying, all right, it's time to, it's time to rock and roll. And so she told everybody to go have their seats, and then I went and got on the boat, and the rest was just the rest of the ceremony from there. Oh, that's awesome. So you did the speedboat entrance? Yes. That's great. Did you pick a specific song to arrive to? <laughs> so I didn't pick a song. My wife actually picked the song the day before, and when she shot, when she told me the idea, I was like, "Yeah, I don't really like it." And then I told the DJ, and he was like, "Yeah, that's a great idea. I've never heard that one. That's a great idea." And he played it, and everybody like the whole wedding party. Oh, the James Bond 007. That's what song it was. <laughs> so. I, <laughs> Everybody was recording and laughing and, and crying. I don't know why they were crying already, but I was <laughs> laughing and crying when I finally pulled up to the beach. <laughs> That's fantastic. And then, Jasmine, <laughs> what time did you have to start getting ready for the wedding? So, honestly, the night before, I did not go to sleep. Um, so I started getting ready about 7 o'clock, and I guess all the girls heard me getting ready because we all stayed in the same room. Everybody else started getting up. and I was still nervous when, as I'm getting ready, getting makeup done, getting hair done. And my girls, they're just all crying. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, y'all have to stop. And then I start bawling. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> then we finally, everybody, I was like, y'all have to stop. And then we finally finished. We started heading over to the resort maybe around 10 a.m. We got dressed. As we're getting dressed, you know, my aunt, because in the dressing room that we had for the bridesmaids and my mom and I, it was as they got dressed, they had to leave. And then it was just me and my mom and my cousin and my aunt. My grandma had passed away in January mm. and um, due to COVID. So my aunt, she came up and she gave me, you know, something old, which was my grandmother's ring. And, you know, I just bawled crying. I had everybody in the room crying because I'm crying. And right after that, it was like, okay, you have to straighten up because the photographer's coming. So it was quick. I had to fix my face, 
And then I looked at my clock and I saw what time it was. And I was like, isn't it supposed to start at 12? What's going on? And Jasmine, she comes in and I'm just like, did he not show up? Does he not want to do it? So we had the same thought going in our heads, just thinking about the time, like no one showed up. He, he doesn't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. So as we're going, everyone's heading out. She's pulling me out. She was like, no, it was due to rain. We had to just have a slight delay. And we're going out, and I just hear the music, and 1210 is when my dad and I, we just walked down the aisle. I tried to be strong, but then the tears came back out, because it was like, you know, it's real, it's really happening. Wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. How did you guys choose the officiant for the ceremony? <laughs> like I said, we didn't choose. Our wedding planner kind of decided on who we would get, and... It was Reverend Glenn Ferguson, I believe. That's his oh, name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and he, he was he was amazing. Yeah, he was great. I loved him. He was great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Just because of the way he delivered the service or just everything leading up to it. Uh, the, the jokes. The jokes. <laughs> I mean I mean when we first talked to him, it was obviously through an email and you know, he gave us some homework assignments of what he wanted to do and neither one of us knew what he was, what he was planning on doing with the homework that he gave us, you know, he was like, make sure you turn in, you know, a couple of weeks before the wedding, you know, so I could make sure, blah blah blah. And come to find out, what we put in this assignment or the homework assignment, he talked about during the wedding, and I thought that was really cool because it was, you know, we had no idea about what was going on or anything like that. And he gave us, you know, plenty of options of mm-hmm. how we wanted you know, the ceremony, the layout, and, you know, he, he was great. That's wonderful. So out of all of this, what is each of your favorite memory of the wedding day? My favorite memory, like he said before, with the homework. So the homework was to write a paragraph of the reason why we love one another. So I wrote a paragraph about the reason why I love him. And, you know, he made a joke because I did. I turned in my homework late, just like in school, maybe 12 a.m. before the wedding. So, you know, he cracked the joke that it's always that one person who turns in the assignment late. And, you know, he had everyone laughing about that. And once he reads mine out loud, he goes on to Joshua's and he wrote a book about why he loved me. And, you know, as he's reading it, all I could do was look at Joshua and I literally just like had butterflies like, like, oh yeah, this is, this is what I wanted. I'm like extremely happy. That's wonderful. I would say <laughs> my favorite memory was probably when her mom, so we had, you know, we did the jump the broom and her mom was asked to put the broom down and she couldn't bend down in her dress so she just kind of like tossed it, but the way she did it, it looked like she just threw it down, and and all you heard was everybody just like gasp when she did it. It was hilarious. <laughs> and then me, I'm like, Mama. She was like, Sorry, I didn't mean to. I just can't bend over. <laughs> That's a tip for future mothers of the bride: is to wear a dress you can move around in. <laughs> you don't know when you have to do something. <laughs> Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? The one thing I noticed was Jasmine walked out. She had a specific part of the song she wanted to walk down to. And I just remember her coming down to the aisle and she 
actually walked a lot earlier than what she expected to. And I don't know if that was because we were behind time or we just didn't communicate that properly with our wedding planner. Oh, that's interesting. Jasmine, what song did you walk down to? It was um, a perfect duet with Ed Sean and Beyonce. Oh, and nice. I actually wanted to walk down to um, the Beyonce, Beyonce's part. So have him sing first and then, you know, I come out to when she starts singing. And did they just cue you at the wrong time or something? I do think it was like, you know, poor communication just uh, on, you know, I forgot to tell them, okay, I want to walk down on this part. But then also, I want to say it was like nerves. I heard the song, and I was like, okay, let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it started, I was like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> now, was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand, or you were stressed out about, and then it turned out not to be a big deal? The song, <laughs> walking down the aisle to the wrong part. Like, it was a big deal to me at first when I was just thinking about it, because I kept playing the song over and over again, like, yes, this is the part. And then I walked down the wrong time, at the wrong time, and as I'm walking, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the wrong part. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, you know, it's still, it was perfect. It was, like, the perfect moment. My biggest deal was just the guest count. I wanted it to be right on point, so I, we literally waited to the last minute to make our final payment on, uh, you know, the wedding venue and all that. And it was just all about how many people were there and making sure everybody was going to show up. And then the day of, I wasn't really worried about anybody else but her. Oh, that's wonderful. Hmm. Now, is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning? You mentioned maybe having a longer reception? Yes. Or actually having one. Because like he said, you know, just being around the family a little bit longer than we were, it would have been nice. I see. So it was kind of like you just did a cake cutting with some appetizers? Yes. And then the pictures, and then we all just, we went to go eat at a restaurant. Oh, that's great. Where did you go? We went to Longhorn uh, Steakhouse. Yeah, Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, nice. Did they have, like, a private room, or did you pick out a special menu or anything? Well, they didn't have a private room. We kind of did it last minute. I think our brother was the one that set it up for us. But they did, you know, section off a lot of room for all of our guests. Mm -hmm. Everybody was able to sit down and eat with us, which was a pretty cool thing for them to do at the last possible moment. Yeah. Oh, that's great to hear. So do either of you have any tips for someone who might be considering a Paradise Cove wedding, maybe as an alternative to a Disney wedding? Get the boat. Definitely get the boat. (laughs) Get the boat. (laughs) If you don't want the entrance, get the exit. I think the entrance is pretty cool because nobody expects it. No. Yeah, I, I would say definitely get the boat. Get it sectioned off for sure. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's private. Make sure, you know, there's nobody in the background riding jet skis right before you get there. Yeah. Don't be worried about that. And definitely have the reception. I want to see what that is like at Paradise Cove because the ceremony was, was perfect. I want to see what the reception mm-hmm. would be like. And, you know, just get the venue because, you know, it was like a beautiful scene. The background was beautiful. The water was amazing. It was just really perfect. Like, the pictures, if you would just see the pictures, it was amazing. It just looks so nice. That's wonderful. Well, Jasmine and Joshua, I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone who's interested in having a wedding or a vow renewal at Paradise Cove, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having us. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. 
Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.